Well, hello everyone and welcome to season two of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast, the podcast for all things coaching and leadership, helping you, your people and your workplace culture thrive. So in this episode, I'll be asking you about your focus between now and the end of this calendar year, as well as sharing with you a little teaser on what's coming up on season two and beyond for the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast and sharing with you some great updates on what's been going on for me over the last few months during the summer and coming up in my business at DNA Coach. I am Laura Royal. I am your host of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast. Let's dive straight in. So, oh my goodness, I can't tell you how buzzing I am to be back doing the podcast. It's been quite some time since the last episode. The last episode we recorded was in May and that was us leading into a very busy month of June and into the early part of July with the Coaches and Leaders Assemble Conference at the, oh, what was the name of the hotel? (laughs) The things you can't remember when it feels like so long ago at the Maldron Hotel, of course, in Newcastle. And what a phenomenal event that was. Now, if you would like some info on that, and if you'd like access to all of the recordings of all of the spectacular talks that was delivered on the day, then please drop me a note to laura at dnacoach.co.uk and we can share with you our paid for access, which gives you full details, full access to all of the recordings. There are 10 talks in total. I'll share a little bit more with you on that later in the episode. But that's the last time I spoke with everyone. So way back in May, when the weather was starting to turn from being cooler to being warmer, I think we had summer in June and then it stopped. (laughs) And then July and August felt like a bit of a washout. And now we are back in September, officially autumn. So it's been a long old summer. What have you been up to? I do hope you had a lovely summer break. I hope you've had an enjoyable summer time. The schools are all back. Everyone's back, full gear, full throttle back in the workplace. So it's time to think about what happens next. So later in this episode, I'll be asking you to think about what will be your focus for you, for your people, for your organisation between now and the end of the year. Now, your people doesn't necessarily just have to be the people that you work alongside. This can be your family circle, your friends, absolutely anyone, whoever you define as your people. So whilst I'm sharing with you some key updates on what I've been up to over the summer, what's coming up in season two of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast, and also what's coming up in my business at DNA Coach, Think to yourself what you'd like to have happen, what you'd like to focus on between now and the end of the calendar year. So while you're mulling that over, let me share with you all of the lovely things that I've been up to over the summer. So I decided to take three full weeks off and boy, oh boy, it was fabulous. I cannot tell you how fantastic it was. I had three weeks in the summer sunshine various places and destinations. I did have a holiday back in May. I think I remember telling you that when I was on holiday in May, I went to Turkey. I go to Turkey every single year. I think I was there for two days and I got COVID and it was really, really bad. It went right into a chest infection and I was poorly for a good three or four weeks. And I don't think I fully really recovered from that 
probably until partway through July. So I had a few other minor illnesses. I picked up a cold after that. I ended up with vertigo. So the kind of imbalance, I had an inner ear infection. I lost my voice a couple of times. I mean, that is a blessing for some folks, I'm sure. But when you run a podcast and your business is very much focused around on being able to talk with people day in, day out, it is a little bit of a stress. So with all of that, all of the wonderful work that went into the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast, I decided to take a good long break and it was well worth it. I can't tell you how great it was. And during that time, it allowed me to make some key decisions for what the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast will look like from season two going forward and also a couple of changes that are happening in my business. So First of all, let me share with you what's happening on season two of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast. So there will be episodes every single week and not just from my lovely dulcet tones myself. I will be inviting some special guests to join me for various episodes throughout the calendar year. We have a phenomenal selection of guest speakers coming your way, covering all topics from recruitment, onboarding, emotional intelligence, mental toughness, diversity, inclusive workplaces, neurodiversity. Oh my goodness, the list is endless. I cannot honestly wait to share with you the people that are signed up to do the podcast interview episodes coming your way. You'll also still have individual episodes from myself asking you to think about some really key pertinent topics, the topics that I'm very passionate about. So for me, very much all things coaching and leadership and psychological safety. And that brings me to some new and exciting things that are happening in my business. So we are in the process of doing a website refresh. So watch out for what's happening with the website. That will be updating very soon. And a couple of our programmes will no longer be available for um, public participation. So what we mean by that is we have some open programmes that individuals can sign up for. One or two of them will still be available, but for in-house organisations or groups of 10 or more. And equally, I'm introducing some new flexible programs because, as you know, my organisation has many programs accredited by the Association for Coaching. We are an accredited training organisation through the Association for Coaching, being able to run the accredited certificate in coach training and the Leader as Coach programme. But that's not all. We are also now an Association for Coaching CPD provider. So that means that all of our programmes going forward will all be as an absolute minimum Association for Coaching accredited through the CPD Hours Recognised Scheme. So that means for all of our programmes, regardless of how short and sweet they might be or how long and detailed and intensive they might be, you will gain at least one formal accredited certification certificate showing that you have in invested your time and your personal and professional development in all things coaching, leadership, people and culture. And that is still not all. I am partway through the process of becoming a CMI registered partner. So the CMI is the Chartered Management Institute and wonderfully, I'll be aligning the leadership and the coaching programmes through the Chartered Management Institute levels three, five and perhaps level seven in alignment with the courses that we already run. So our Leader as Coach programme will be our blended leadership training programme 
teaching people to be an effective, awesome, wonderfully great leader in their organisation. And that will come with the Association for Coaching Accredited Certificate Leader as Coach Programme. You can then have the flexible option to upgrade that certification to include a CMI Leadership and Management Qualification at either Levels 3 or 5. For the Accredited Certificate in Coach Training Programme that we run, which is backed by the Association for Coaching, that can be delivered on its own, of course, and will also come with the option to upgrade and have the course um, participation through the CMI through coaching and mentoring. So you have your professional coaching diploma recognised by the Association for Coaching and the Chartered Management Institute. I can't tell you how buzzing I am about that. I am going through the painstaking process right now of having that process um, and approvals all go through. And then in addition, we are um, engaging with the International Coaching Federation so that a number of our programmes will be triple then accredited I suppose through becoming a continuing coach education partner through the International Coaching Federation. So all not signed, sealed and delivered so far with the CMI and the ICF, who doesn't love a three-letter acronym, but all coming your way very soon and I will keep you closely updated on that of course as we go through the passage of time on all of these delightful podcast episodes. And thirdly, I am introducing for the first time ever our psychological safety certification. Yes, that's right. You heard it here first from October of this year. You as an individual leader or manager or coach in your organisation can join me for the psychological safety certification. I'll share more about that programme with you in future episodes, as well as sharing all over my socials when that fully launches, which is going to be in the next one to two weeks, actually. So you won't have to wait long, I promise. There will also be a team level certification as well as for individuals at leadership and management level. So lots to share and tell you about as we go through. So that's what I've been up to in my business during the busy summer months, relaxing on a beach, thinking about all of the wonderful things that I can continue to provide my clients and individuals to be at your personal and professional best. So if any of that interests you, please drop me a note, laura at dnacoach.co.uk. I would be delighted to have a 30-minute Zoomy cup of catch-up with you and we can book that in. So grab a pen and paper because now is the time to think about what you might focus on between now and the end of the calendar year. Now, not only is it a new season for the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast, but of course, we have moved into a new season in terms of where we are at in the calendar year. We've now officially moved into autumn. Now, even though that is the official time frame, we move into autumn in the month of September, I don't quite feel that we've moved into that space until the clocks change. We've still got a little bit of time before that happens, of course, but you can already feel the change in the weather. The nights are getting darker, as my granny used to say, the nights are fair drawing in. Uh, You can tell when you start to recognise all the sayings that your grandparents said when you start repeating them yourself. But it's so true, isn't it? It's starting to get dark where I live, around about 7pm, 7.30. So before we know it, we'll be back to that old grind of leaving the house in the morning when it's dark and returning in the evening when it's dark. 
Now, I still haven't put my heating on as yet. I'm close to it, but I have invested in some Teddy Fleece blankets. Now, this for me is the way forward. I'm quite a cold person. I cherish the summer months. I cherish the warmth. I'm not particularly fond of autumn and winter, I have to be honest. The only thing that I really enjoy about both of them is you get to stay in and cozy up a little bit more beside your loved ones, which is always a delight. But I hate going out when it's cold. I hate going out when it's chucking down with rain. But also a seasonal change can bring about some perhaps personal and professional changes for you in your life. And I always think September really starts with a bang because we've had that lovely break over the summer period. A lot of people that I engage with get straight back into work and they're straight into, well, what do we need to achieve between now and the end of the calendar year? Now, your business might run on financial year and people run on different um, timescales. So think about the time frame for now between you and the end of the year, calendar year, for example, or even finishing off this quarter, the end of September, and maybe moving into that next quarter, beginning of October. What are the things that you would like to focus on? What are the things that are really important to you, both personally and professionally, that you would like to maybe change, implement, do? You maybe want to start something, you might want to stop something, anything at all. Now, if you remember some of the episodes last year, I am not always a fan of solely doing New Year resolutions. I revisit my personal and professional goals often. I'd probably say, on average, probably at least once a quarter, I'll revisit them, but I'm focused on working toward them all of the time, making that continued progress to move forward and make change. And this is what I would like for you. September is a really good time from a professional setting to really think about what is it that you need to get done. Now, this might be reviewing your lengthy to-do list. If yours is anything like mine, it's rather long, but it's about taking stock and thinking about what are the things that are genuinely critical for you. What are, yes, the nice to-dos and the nice to-haves, but also what are the mission-critical things for you? And that might be things that are going on for you at home. So I know that I've been speaking with a friend recently who's going through the the task right now of remortgaging, um, and that is the priority for her. I am working uh, alongside uh, an organisation who's making quite significant structural changes in their business and how they support their people through that massive change. I'm working with organisations who are implementing new things in the organisation, which are really, really powerful. I'm working with individuals who are really focused on what their goals are in terms of numbers that they need to achieve or things they want to tick off their to-do list. Think about what that might look like for you. It can be anything personally or professionally. If you recall, I remember sharing with you in November of last year that I'd really taken grasp if you like of my personal fitness journey and that's continued right till now I can't believe that I'm still a person that goes to the gym now sometimes I'm not consistent I've had a couple of injuries and of course illnesses with COVID chest infection and and so forth I mentioned earlier but I am much more mobile much more flexible much more fit much more focused and much more attention focused and filled on what it is that I'm doing in order to be better in my mind and body. And one of the things that I have really paid attention to because of the importance of it has been my personal fitness. So it can be absolutely anything for you. It can be the small everyday things that you want to tick off your to-do list to the big, maybe life-changing or work-changing things that you really want to have happen. 
So think about what those things might be. What is your primary focus between now and the end of the year? And maybe think about things in terms of a primary focus. So there might be one overarching goal, might be one thing, but a real primary focus. Think of one thing that you would like to focus on, that you would like to gain, you'd like to achieve, you'd like to change, you'd like to move forward on, whatever that is for you. Really, really niche that down. Note down all the details surrounding that. So what is it specifically about this thing that you would like to have happen? that your primary focus is going to be on and ask yourself a couple of the good old questions that I always ask you to consider. What is the thing that you want to have happen? Where are you in relation to that now? And what stopped you getting that so far? Maybe think about what the internal and the external hurdles are right now. What are the things that are zapping perhaps some of your time and energy and maybe derailing your focus on that thing that you would like to have, that primary focus item. It can be absolutely anything. And then I'd like you to think about maybe a secondary or a thirdary, is that a word? (laughs) Or a third item focus. The second and the third one might be a little bit smaller. Your primary focus is maybe the most important thing for you, but maybe have a second and a third, no more than three. If we do any more than three, we become overwhelmed And I know what my to-do list is like. There's definitely more than three on that, but I can only deal with one to two, three at at most at any one time. So think about that for yourself. And I'd like you to consider some of the questions that I'm going to pose to you just now and maybe note some of these down. Perhaps we'll add this onto a toolkit. I didn't even think about that for the introductory episode. So watch out for that. We'll get that to you, I promise. So think about imagining, visualising yourself at the end point of this calendar year, so 31st of December. And at that point, looking back on the entire calendar year, or maybe just until the point that you're at today listening to this podcast, what are the accomplishments that you'll have made by that point that will make you feel truly fulfilled? What are the most significant achievements that you'd like to be celebrating at the end of this calendar year, both personally and professionally? Maybe think about some of the personal growth or self-improvement goals that you've set yourself for the remaining months of this year or that you would like to set yourself for the remaining months of this year. I know for me, I'm one of my goals, it's not my primary goal, but one of my secondary goals, not one of my secondary goals, let's get that cleared up. My secondary goal is to re-engage and be more consistent with my fitness journey. So I've still been there every month, but I've not been as consistent as I have been previously at least three times a week. So for me, that's my secondary goal because that opportunity for feeling re-energized and the mindset shift it gives me, I can't honestly begin to tell you. I never thought I'd be a person that would think that way, but it really has made a huge difference to my life. So for me, that's the thing that I would like to have by the end of the calendar year, be more consistent, more intentional with my fitness journey. Perhaps think about some of the values and the principles that you have that might guide some of those decisions and actions in both your personal and professional life for the rest of the year. Maybe ask yourself, what are some of the habits or behaviours that you'd like to change or cultivate to better align with what those one, two, three things are, your goals? are for you right now or between now and the end of this year. As I mentioned a moment ago, think about what the challenges are. What are those challenges or the obstacles that you might anticipate encountering on that journey toward the end of the year and how might you set a plan to overcome those? 
What steps can you mean take rather to maintain a healthy work-life balance as you pursue some of those goals and priorities? Because some of the things that we want to work on or would like to achieve might need a little bit of, let's use the term jiggery-pokery, shall we say, in order to reevaluate or reassess or rejig some of the importance. So some things might move around and it's about finding what fit works for you. So even though I've mentioned maintaining, for example, a, a work-life balance, sometimes that feels like that ever-reaching thing that we're never quite able to grab. So maybe think to you, well, what does a good fit look like in terms of your time, your action, the things that you're going to be working on? I'd also like you to remember you're only one person. You cannot possibly do an abundance of things by yourself. It's absolutely okay to ask for help. Think about who you have in your network today. Who can provide you with that support? It might not even be support as in help to do some of the things that you have in mind. It might be the support that you need from an accountability perspective. The accountability part of coaching for me is crucial. It's the thing that helps drive me forward and having an accountability partner can be a really successful plan in order to keep you on track. And I'd like you to think about how you're going to measure the progress toward whatever those personal and professional goals, those primary, secondary and third goals that you might set yourself between now and the end of the year and how often you're going to check in on that. And I'd also like you to consider, well, what's the one thing that you can start doing today to take that small step toward what that goal might be for yourself, that thing that you're going to focus on between now and the end of the year? And I've said three maximum, it doesn't have to be three, it can be one thing. How are you going to work with this, with everything else that you have on your to-do list? So there might be some, let's be brutally honest here, harsh harsh considerations. There might be some things that you need to say no to. There might be some people that you need to say no to. For example, I've made some critical decisions over the last couple of years. You'll have heard me mention it on previous episodes where I have said goodbye to some people in my life who no longer aligned with what I want to achieve. Now, that might sound a little tad selfish, but actually it's about being in alignment with my personal values. I want to spend my time with people who help me feel good, who help me fulfill that and who are happy to support me in the things that I would like to achieve. So think about your personal cheerleader group. Who are the people there? Not just to, you know, bang the drum in the background, but really there to support you. Think about who they are. So some deep and meaningful questions, actually. All of these lovely questions that's popped into my mind to help you think about those things that you would like to achieve. Think about that one thing, minimum, three maximum things that you would like to work on or achieve, focus on, focus your attention on between now and the end of this calendar year. And I guarantee one small step will make you feel, oh, absolutely wonderful. It will make you feel like, actually, I can do this, especially on those moments where that self-doubt kicks in. Give it a bash. What's the worst that can happen? The worst is you have some feedback and sometimes that feedback can be truly powerful because we haven't maybe succeeded in something so far, but the powerful learnings will help us continue to make that change and move forward. 
Okay, I promised I'd share with you just a couple of updates on it, my reflections on the Coaches and Leaders Assemble conference, which happened in Newcastle uh, this year. It honestly was absolutely wonderful. I cannot tell you, um, it was just brilliant. It was Thursday the 22nd of June at the Maldron Hotel. And oh my goodness, what a fantastic event. Um, a room filled with people absolutely engaged and embraced with the opportunity to help make that change and move forward. It was a really special event and occasion. I can't thank everyone enough who spoke at the event for their participation and everyone who attended. It was truly brilliant. The Maldron Hotel in Newcastle as well, fantastic um, event space there and wonderful staff supporting you on the day. The food there in their restaurant is glorious as well. I can't recommend that enough. So some of the people who spoke at the conference will be featuring on our upcoming podcast episodes, our guest episodes. So we'll have um, Sarah McKenna, we'll have Jen Tate, we have Chris Cook, we have Paul Cheatham, we have Anthony Taylor, we have Claire Walton, and I'm sure the others will be coming your way very, very soon. Of course, we've invited them all. The speakers from the Newcastle event, so we had Sarah and Jen, uh, we had Paul, we had Anthony, we had the wonderful Lisa Morrison, we also had Claire, we had Nicola Jane Little, and we had Bethany Ainsley as well speaking at the event. Absolutely top-notch event. So if you would like to gain access to the conference speaker sessions, then please do drop me a note, laura at dnacoach.co.uk and we can give you lifetime access to all of the recorded footage for each of the talks. There are 10 in total and that is for £25. So if you that, uh, that does interest you, please do let me know. You can see a list of all the speakers who spoke at Newcastle on our website. So www.dnacoach.co.uk forward slash conference Newcastle. Now, sadly, the only person who wasn't able to attend due to being a wee bit poorly was the very lovely Chris Cook, but he is a delightful soul and is going to be joining me on a future podcast. So watch out for that because Chris's talk, he'd sent it all to me in advance, is absolutely phenomenal. So I can't wait to have him on the podcast. It will be absolutely great. So Lots of things I've shared with you. Please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast, dnacoach.co.uk forward slash podcast. Please drop me a note if you have any questions. I'll create a little toolkit for today's episode. I didn't think it would end up in uh, the episode that it has, but I'm really glad it's turned out that way. I tend not to script these episodes. I just go for them and speak from the heart because I think that is probably more authentic. Sometimes I've got a little bit of an idea what I'm going to share with you on the day and sometimes I get myself a little bit riled up and then passion takes over. Um, quite often some of the coaching questions I'll have already prepared in advance for you so I'll have a little note of them of course but everything else usually comes from the top of my head in the moment with a little bit of framing around it of course. Some of the episodes we'll be more purposeful and intentional with depending on the topic that we're sharing with you and of of course, if there's any topics that you would like to hear shared on the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast, please, please do let me know. Can't tell you how much I am thrilled about being back to full throttle with the podcast. Thank you so much for listening once again. It's been my pleasure to share this wee teaser episode with you for the upcoming season two of the Coaches and Leaders Assemble podcast. I'm Laura Royal of DNA Coach. Thank you and take care. Goodbye for now.